up y'all and welcome to another episode of worldly church girl it's your girl your host lillian harshaw on today's show i have a phenomenal guest she is a published author a speaker she's also a book editor and a graphic designer she has done it all and then some in this artistic world of writing so without further ado it gives me great honor to introduce to you Miss Marla McKenna. Did you always know that you wanted to write? Yes, you know, I think that from a young age, well, I visit I do author visits to schools and kids always ask me, did you always know you wanted to write? And I I kind of share with them how I was always someone who, you know, when you're sitting around in the in the house when you're younger and you're like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? And I always like to draw and write and make something. So I always like to be creative. So yes, I always loved my creative writing classes and my English classes. And then I went to the journalism school in Madison, Wisconsin. That's where my degree is from. And so I went into writing and marketing and advertising and PR. So it has always been a love of mine. So that's yeah. crazy. Cause mm-hmm. um, that was my thing in school. It was always, I loved English class and I loved Shakespeare. I don't know what it was about the whole series of Shakespeare. I love that whole storytelling of that. And I was an okay artist as far as drawing is concerned, but I was always drawn to writing, but I never got a chance to really get into writing until I got older because my having 3 million children. But anyway, (laughs) uh, um. it it really wasn't until my girls were born. So Julie and Ashley are my daughters. They're 18 and 20 now, but when they were born, I thought, you know, it would be really fun to write a children's book, but just like everyone, I was like, I don't know how to do this. I, how do you write a book? How do you get it published? You know, I, I had no idea. And then uh, we were at a uh, Milwaukee Brewers game. I'm a baseball fan. And so we were at a Brewer game one day and it was a family fun day and something crazy happened. I, I won't give it away, but something literally happened that day. I found my idea and my story uh, basically, the idea was literally dropped in my lap, and I ran with it. And that's how my first children's book, Mom's Big Catch, was born. And my daughters are characters in the story, so it's been, that's And that's now probably nine years ago already. And from that has stemmed four children's book and one co-authorship on an adult book, and now the new book, Manifesting Your Dreams. So it's, yeah, it's been a whirlwind. And I love how you turned your passion for writing baseball and dogs yes, into a children's book. And what made you lean towards children's book versus an adult book or a young adult novel? Well, they're all children's books, so they're picture books, but they're for grade level. You know, I would say when I go to schools, I, I present at schools kindergarten through fifth or sixth grade. Now, sure, my books are a little young for the older kids, but they still enjoy my presentations. They love hearing about how I came up with my ideas and they still love the story. And it just, I make it so they can uh, 
you know, understand the concept. So I teach, you know, the writing, editing, illustrating, publishing process. And then I also teach children during my presentations, you know, to follow your dreams and never give up. We talk about uh, the power of patience, positivity, and perseverance and believing in ourselves. And I just think, you know, kids' books, I wanted to, because the mom's big catch literally happened to me. And it was just how I, I turned this family fun day into this fun book. It's told from my daughter, Ashley's perspective, who was seven at the time. And then, mm -hmm. yes, my daughter, Julie, is in it. And then, yes, our dog, Sadie, because uh, part of the proceeds from all of my books benefit the Linda Blair World Heart Foundation. She saves and rescues dogs. And then uh, musician, actor, and best-selling author uh, Rick Springfield matches my donations. So that's pretty fun. How did you get connected with the Linda Blair Foundation? So Linda Blair is very passionate about animals. And if you're a Rick Springfield fan, and I have been a Rick Springfield fan forever. And, you know, it was just, it was just such a interesting synchronicity. His, his uh, memoir, Late Late at Night, came out the same, around the same time that Mom's Big Catch came out. And I just thought, you know, I love dogs. I love kids. Um, you know, kids I can donate books to and I can teach, but animals and dogs I can, you know, donate partial proceeds. So that's why I went with the Linda Blair World Heart Foundation. You know, Rick aligns well with that foundation and I just wanted to give back. So I just asked him, I asked him if he would donate and he said, absolutely, without hesitation. I had spoken with his wife. Rick's wife too, uh, Barbie, on a fan event, and she was completely supportive. And it was just something I felt I wanted to do. You know, I teach kids too. You know, when something good happens to you, you should do something good for someone else. So that's what I decided to do. So you know, my books have um, Sadie in, and Sadie's Big Steel even had Rick's dog Gomer in the book. <laughs> the foundation now does it geared to a certain breed of dogs or is it all dogs all dogs all dogs okay i believe she has you know i believe she has other animals as well cats and dogs but mostly it's dogs how long do you has the foundation been around oh years years i i don't know the exact date but linda's been doing this for a very long time and how could someone get involved my heart is with the Linda Blair World Heart Foundation. Her website is lindablairworldheart.org. And you can donate. I mean, she's open to taking any donations, you know, big or small. And mm -hmm. so I think that, you know, just going to the website and making a donation is the perfect place to start. Let me ask you something. What is the best advice you ever received? Oh, wow. The best advice I've ever received. Um well, I don't, I don't exactly know if it's, if it's advice or as much as it was a turning point in my life. Um, and I write about this in my chapter in Manifesting Your Dreams, which I'll tell you more about. But um, mm -hmm. I had written Mom's Big Catch, and I was, I think at the time, I was overwhelmed with the fact that Rick Springfield, who, you know, as a young girl, he was, you know, my fandom. But as we, you know, we grow up, you understand music and lyrics better and what he had gone through. And he became like a mentor and he was so kind and gracious to me. And it was at one, um, at his Malibu uh, movie premiere, uh, there had been a Rick Springfield documentary done by Yellow Rick Road and Affair of the Heart. We were at his, uh, the movie premiere and I was speaking to him and, you know, I thanked him for probably the hundredth time, you know, 
just couldn't believe that he was actually supporting my work, you know, and he believed in me. And he looked at me and he just said, you know, he looked me right in the eye and he was like, you're a writer. And it was just, I think it was just such a overwhelming and emotional moment for me because it hit me that, yes, I have the power within myself to believe in myself and to move forward. And he was just, you know, learning of my work and getting to know me and just the respect and the admiration and just him saying those words to me. I mean, yeah, I'm a writer. I knew that. But I think when you hear it from someone that you've looked up to and is such an exceptional and brilliant writer, because he is a really pivotal turning point in my life. He really promotes, you know, not giving up and following your dreams. And I think, you know, when you can tune into manifesting tools and, you know, use the law of attraction and understand and have confidence and belief in yourself, you can follow your dreams and make them come true. Tell me about your book. I really need to hear about it now. So Manifesting Your Dreams, um, Inspiring Words of Encouragement, Strength, and Perseverance. Um, There's 20 inspiring stories. Um, I'm one of the authors, but I honestly, I had asked God to bring me uh, 19 other authors. 20 was my magic number. And, um, and so I manifested that I truly believe it. And I just put it out into the universe. And I was like, okay, whoever you're going to bring to me needs to be in this story and their, their story, this book, their stories need to be shared. So, you know, it's, it's how, you know, 20 authors have, you know, found their dream manifested their dream or life's purpose through actual manifesting tools you know, the law of attraction, hard work, believing in themselves, or, you know, some on the other side of a trauma or tragedy, you know, and the common thread woven throughout each chapter is they didn't give up. You know, it's, it's, it's a book that has 20 different stories of, you know, people who faced their, you know, life's challenges and found strength and peace and joy and their purpose. And it, there's the stories, all of them are completely unique and they're all beautiful in their own way. And I think, you know, you're searching sometimes for that strand of hope, you know, from someone else where you can find it within yourself and, you know, save yourself and rescue yourself. And so it's just, I think God placed this book on my heart and it was meant to be written. And something that's really exciting and amazing is um, Elizabeth Beisel. She's a three-time USA Olympian world chapter and author. Mm -hmm. She is writing, she wrote the foreword. that was pretty cool wow olympian how to manifest a dream now how did you get connected with her um one of the authors in the book um knows her agent and he had called me and we were talking about because she wants to write a book so uh i put her in touch with the publisher i work with and we're working on her book so it's gonna be pretty cool she's got an amazing story and i'll be editing it and the publisher I work with will be publishing it because that's something else that I do. I help authors, you know, everybody has a dream. And if you have a dream of writing a book, then you should do that, you know? And Mm -hmm. so I'm able, I'm in a position now where I'm able to help other writers, authors get their books published and make their dreams come true. So I work with authors and I, I edit their work or I do coaching with them or I could even co-write a book, um, which I've done, or ghostwrite a book. It's pretty. It's pretty wow. great. Yeah, I feel like that's part of my my life's purpose as well. 
Absolutely. You definitely have a calling on your life. <laughs> Thank Absolutely. you. You're welcome. It's nice because this, it, right? <laughs> uh, right. I mean, because there's so many people who quote unquote make it and don't think about the ones that are left behind to help them get there either. Yeah. You know, the, and it's sad that this world has got to that place to where no one wants to help anymore. It, well, you know what? I take that back. People do want to help, but it seems like the bad is so overwhelming that you don't even see the good anymore. Right. You don't want to just help when you, you know, what's in it for me. That's not the attitude. You help because you want to help. And it is better to, you know, give and help others. And that's, that's my message. Like I said, when I go to schools with the kids, it's like, you know, if something good happens to you, you should really do something good for someone else, right. you know, spread kindness. Right. And not to be seen. Right. Just do it because you want to do it. Right. Or because you, you need to do it. You should do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Oh my God. I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have another toughy question for you. Okay. How do you define success? If you're doing something that you absolutely love and you are living your life's purpose and making a difference and helping others, you know, now it's, you know, that's interesting because my daughters, you know, they're both in college and, you know, they're searching to find their majors and, you know, some, some careers pay more than others. And yes, money is, is good, but it's like, do you want to make a lot of money or do you want to do your purpose and what you love? Now it's nice if you can find that happy medium and live mm -hmm. your purpose and your passion and make a comfortable living, you know, but I think going you know, whatever you have to do every day, you want to, it should be your passion because then you're not going to feel like you're working. You're just living your best life and you're enjoying yourself. And so I think success is achieving a dream and living the life that you want to live. And we all know that in order to achieve success, you're going to have a lot of failures and you know, there's dark days sometimes, but you just can't live in those dark moments. I mean, I tried to get my first book published for two years and mm -hmm. I was rejected over and over and over. And, you know, you can either live in that space or you can pull yourself out of it and keep going and keep trying. So I think as long as you keep trying and working at whatever your goals and passions are, you're succeeding. I had that conversation with my girls, uh, they're in college and I told them, I said, you know, do something that you love. And if you can make money from it, which I hope you can, right? That that's perfect. Don't just get a job just to pay bills. Get a job because that's what you love to do. Right. And and we know that you might have to have a certain job doing something, but you still go after pursue your passion until mm -hmm. you do that full time. And I think, you know, it's hard, you know, these young people today at, you know, 20, 18, 19, 20, when they, I mean, you remember what it was like to have to try to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. And it's like, Oh yeah, that, that can change <laughs> year by year. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know I was going to be an author. I mean, that happened, you know, later when my girls were born. So it's like, you know, in the last 10 years, my whole life and career has changed, you know, right. I was being more in the corporate world and, you know, marketing and, and it's like, I don't, that doesn't, that doesn't feel to me where I fit now. I like working with 
authors and, and writing and doing graphic design work and helping other people get published and going into the schools and teaching the kids. And so, yeah, my passion, I mean, I always like to write. It just took me in a different you know, direction. And that's, that's what my chapter is called in Manifesting Your Dreams. It's called Detour to Destiny. Hmm. Because I do feel like I've kind Love of had that. little detours to get where I am today. And I'm, I'm sure there's more, you know, roadblocks and bends and curves in the road to come. So, <laughs> Right. Because that's life. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. But, that's- you know, it's part of God's plan. And, you know, we just have to believe and trust and have faith. Yeah, because in high school, even though I love writing and all that, I wanted to be an accountant. Don't ask me why, but that's that's what I wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be an accountant, but then after I graduated from high school and went to college, I didn't like college, so I ended up going to cosmetology school because I loved doing hair. So I started doing hair. And then my hands started acting up, so I ended up was like, well, you know what? I always wanted to be a leasing agent, so I was a leasing agent. Then it turned into a property manager. But I would still write, like, poetry, like, in the back. And, and it was like, okay, but I... And I always wanted to write a book about my life, but time, children, whatever you want to say, you know, life just wouldn't allow me to get there. Yeah. But uh, all those obstacles are going to be great chapters for the book. <laughs> so exactly. No, exactly. So, so you just don't really know why things are happening in your life until you get to a point in your life where you see, as you say, you see it manifest. Right. And then, you're, and then you see what God was preparing you for. Exactly. No, exactly. And, you know, that's why, you know, this manifesting your dreams comes out next week on 1212. It's, it's interesting because, you know, the books arrived at the author's homes early and, you know, our official release date is next week, but it's like, it just hit me then, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm feeling kind of nervous now about this. Like this is different than a children's book. Like my story is in this book and it's my, what's your truth? It's your truth. Yeah. It's my, it's just different than writing, you know, a realistic, you know, fiction kids book. It's just, it's just a different feeling for me. So I'm excited. And I do believe that the stories in this book have the power to make a difference and change lives and help people. I mean, you, I can't imagine that someone can't, uh, won't uh, just be able to be in touch with one of these stories that won't change their life. And what, what I like in this book too, is some of the chapters have actual tools of how the authors manifested their dreams like what they did actual guidelines and it's that's nice too i still love what you said in the beginning of this is that you know even though you try to do something and you'll get a lot of no's i'm paraphrasing what you said Mm -hmm. you get a lot of no's but when you get to that yes you know help someone else out and i feel like this is what this book is doing for other people the 20 of you yeah. You guys are all reaching out, exposing yourselves exactly to, to, to everyone and letting everyone know the trials you guys went to to get there. Because a lot of people don't, they see the success and they see the glamour and they see all that, but they don't know behind the scenes of what happened to mm-hmm. get to that part. Exactly. And it, it was funny because, well, I don't know if funny is the right word. It was interesting because 
as the authors were sending me their first drafts, you know, and we were talking and we've be kind of come, be, you know, become a family and, you know, they were nervous and I'd be like, it's good. It's all, it's all okay. okay. And I'm like, your story's so wonderful. But then as the, as the book came out and I started to write my story, I was like, oh yeah, I'm feeling this too. <laughs> it, is, it is vulnerability and you are putting yourself out there and yeah, it's, a, it's different, but I feel if it helps somebody and teaches someone how to not give up and keep moving forward, then, then that's the best thing. So what advice would you give someone who wants to be an author? Um, I think it's important, you know, you could be an author, I believe at any age, but it's good to have, you know, if you don't have the, the best writing skills, then you should team up with someone who does. But it's also important, you know, I explained to the younger, you know, kids that, you know, reading and just writing and practicing writing and practicing, you know, learning different words and, and word choice. And I share with the younger kids, too, how important it is to be descriptive in, in their stories and, you know, use use their adjectives, you know, when we talk about, you know, just describing something, I always say to them, you know, the younger kids, you know, don't just say the car, say the fast, shiny silver car, you know, bring description, mm -hmm. bring, bring emotion into your story. I think description and emotion and, you know, the right word choice helps make any story better. And I think, you know, if you do want to get published today, it's a lot easier to get published today than it was even, you know, 10 years ago, you can go through, you know, you can self publish and you can work, you know, you, you do almost all the work and you still pay, or, you know, you can hire a literary agent and go the traditional publisher, like a big name. If a literary agent will look at your work, you know, it just depends. Or you can go the independent publisher route, which is the way I've gone. I've worked with several publishers and, the independent publisher that I work with now, Nico 11 Publishing, is, is Milwaukee area based. And, you know, you, you, you keep control. You have your copyright. You keep control. You keep your voice. You keep the creative control. And I'm able to help authors get published and, you know, working through and partnering with them. And so I just think if you want to write a book, you should be able to write a book, anyone. How can people find your books? So all of my books are available at my website, MarlaMcKenna.com. And right now that website is more of my children's books. It's geared more towards my children's books. I will be having a new website as well that will be linked to that one because I need to share, you know, the other, uh, other things that I can offer to clients, you know, whether it's ghostwriting or coaching or graphic design work or editing work how I can partner, you know, other products and services that I can help through that. But right now it's MarlaMcKenna.com and anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You can just Google my name and it'll, it'll come up. Okay. And how many books do you have out total? Um, this will be my sixth book. So I've got, uh, mom's big catch and Sadie's big steal. That's, uh, those are the first two children's books and they actually go together. The story continues. I'm a secret superhero. And <laughs> that one's cute. All, yeah, that one's all about, you know, friendship and respect and kindness and teaching kids to, you know, we all have special superpowers and it's, it's believing in ourselves and what are our special gifts? You know, what, what were you born with that, you know, your passion, your, your purpose, find what that is and, and practice and work hard at it. And then, um, 
a soccer summer dream is with the Milwaukee Torrent. That's Milwaukee's professional outdoor soccer team. So I teamed up with them. The adult book I co-authored is called Our Last Day in Heaven with Alex Hoffman and Michael Nicloy. And that's completely different. That one, uh, oh, it's such a heartwarming story. And it's, you know, the, the man I worked, I used to work with Alex years and years ago. And then our lives took, you know, different directions. We connected on social media and he had everything and he lost everything. He lost his son to a heroin overdose. And it's how Ooh. he helps other families not have to go through that. And if they have gone through it, he helps them and he's worked with legislature. So that was completely different from writing a children's book, the Manifesting Your Dreams book, which is just really exciting. I do want to ask you one question about, um, I think it's Mom's Big Catch. Yeah. Do you change each book for different teams? Yes. <laughs> That's what's really fun. So Mom's Big Catch can be customized to fit baseball teams. So there's currently, I think, nine versions. And, you know, I've worked with the Milwaukee Brewers. That's where the the book was inspired. But it took a while. And then I also worked with... Uh, if you're a Cubs fan, you will know who people will know who Fergie Jenkins is. He's yes. Okay, you know who he is. All right, awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a Hall of Fame pitcher. He's one of the best pitchers in Chicago Cubs history. At the time, I had hired a publicist to help me promote Mom's Big Catch, and he had worked in PR for the Cubs. So he's like, you know, you should just call Fergie Jenkins and go out to spring training with him. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, I'll just call Fergie Jenkins. (laughs) I did. And he's like, come on out. So I met Fergie and I would go out to spring training and sit with him and it would just be, wow. it would be the Wrigley Field version. So it didn't have the official Cubs logo. That didn't happen for almost, gosh, five or six years later, it took that long. And then Fergie, so now the official Cubs logo is on the Mom's Big Catch book. And Fergie and I have done some Chicago area appearances, and he's great. He's just the best. And and then I work with uh, minor league teams as well. So, yes, they do book giveaways or we'll do like a, a book drive, you know, where in a newer gently used children's book, and then they'll get the new team book, which is what we did with the Brewers at Brewers on Deck. So, it's just been really exciting. And yeah, that book can be customized to fit any baseball team. So that's been a lot of fun. I love that. All right. I have one last question for you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. If you could have any song be your theme song when you walked into a room, what would it be and why? <laughs> oh, that's, that's hard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You should have gave me a heads up on that one. I don't know. No, that's the whole element of surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, the song that I've really uh, been drawn to very recently is Lauren Dago's song, You Say. Okay. I do love that song. That song has really. um, I love her. Me too. Me too. Um. But, you know, that song is just, it's so beautiful. And it's mm-hmm. just, you know, reminding us of who we are and God says we are. Um, yes. And it's just, it's just a wonderful song. And then there's a, you may not know this song. If you're a Rick Springfield fan, you'll know it. It's called Beautiful Inside. And uh, I actually put those li- that, that lyric, that title in the I'm a Secret Superhero book because, you know, that's what it's about too you know how we're beautiful inside and i mm-hmm. talked 
that with uh, the kids and how, you know, is it important, you know, how you look on the outside or how your heart is on the inside. So that's a special song to me too. So there, okay. I can answer that. See? <laughs> that wasn't that hard. <laughs> everyone, everyone has a song inside of them that they feel is their song. So yeah. it's not that hard. Well, I mean, there's a lot. Oh my gosh, there's so many songs. I mean, I, I, yeah, I love music and there's so many songs. I'm sure I'll think of more. Mm -hmm. No, but I just know that, that, you know, those are special to me. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it too. I'm, I'm very appreciative and grateful to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you, Marla, for coming on my show. I really appreciate it. And thank you for the great conversation. I'm so glad that I got a chance to talk to you and meet with you. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, click the link below, shoot me an email, and let's see what we could do with this thing. And oh yeah, for those of y'all who have been listening and still haven't subscribed, what are y'all waiting on? This show is only going to get better and better and better. So thanks again for listening to your one and only Worldly Church Girl. Thank you.